Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Sherry. Today we welcome back Ariel Strauss-Brunel. She is a writer, an actress, a voice actor, a lot of stuff. She has been on the show with other casts. She's been in several casts of Sherry's Playhouse. Today she's on her own. Here's Ariel. Hi Ariel, welcome back to the show. Hey Sherry, thanks for having me. Um, this is your first solo appearance. Yes, this is my first time by myself on Chatting with Sherry. How do you feel Very about cool. it? <laughs> I'm a little nervous, not going to lie, but I'm excited too. Yeah, because this time you're not with the whole... Uh, Ariel has been with several casts of uh, Sherry's Playhouse. And mm-hmm. so she hasn't been alone. This is the first time just us. <laughs> well, I have to like hold this conversation. <laughs> like, what is this? I'm an introvert. <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to hold, ha- have a whole conversation, just us. <laughs> Nobody else jumping in. <laughs> you can do it. I have faith in yes. you. Um, so let's start with Sherry's Playhouse. Um, first. Um, uh, finally, 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 Joe Cronus, uh, the second is coming to a, a radio podcast series. I'm so excited. When did we record that? Like, how many months has it been? We finished in the end of January. End of January? Oh my gosh, that was before I got married. That's mm-hmm. like so crazy. We uh, we had a little bit more because we had to wait for you to come back mm-hmm. from your. Um, we had like some pickups and a little bit more to do. I remember that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess January, February. Jeez, well, and it's about time. <laughs> and it's it's almost December, so this broadcast will be in December. So, and hopefully, it will be um, either after or before. But it's going to broadcast. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to hear it. It's it's a it's um it's actually a much more complex one than the first one. That's right. It's kind of weird, but I I was in a weird <laughs> mood when I, I wrote play, it. I got so. to play an in that one. Well, you got to play two characters. Oh, that's right. I was Drew too. Yeah. Cool. You were Drew, and you were um, Honoria. That's right. No, Aurora. Aurora. I can't even talk today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were Aurora, not Honoria. Um. <laughs> I just made up a new name. Next, next, Joe Cronus will have a character named Honoria. 
Well, I was <coughs> naming her because she's such a a beautiful character after the Aurora, you know, the light. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of uh, doing two characters? How did you deal with it? I love doing multiple characters. I'm actually sort of doing like a one-woman show right now kind of deal. Um, with Oz at Publishing, They're, we're producing an audiobook um, in the Intertwined Soul series by Mary D. Brooks. It's, it's Enemy at the Gate. It's the prequel. And it's... um. It's before even Zoe meet and fall in love, and the narrator of the book is Zoe. And the story takes place, I think, during her time with the Greek resistance. And I've read for Zoe before in radio plays with you. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that's how Mary knew I could do it, but anyway. um, I'd never narrated an audiobook, but I always wanted to, so when I was given the opportunity, I was so unbelievably excited. And... The crazy thing is I don't have any, like, professional equipment. I recorded the whole thing on my laptop under the blankets in my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so professional. Uh, There's a clip um, of the first six chapters that you can listen to on the OZIP website. So we have the XB podcasters editing the whole thing. So anytime I complete a chapter, I send it to them. And they add in, like, music and sound effects and whatnot. And the whole thing is just really well, like, well done. I'm so proud of it. Cool. And um, it's due to be released. We're trying to publish it through ACX for Amazon Audible in January. Uh, like, publishing is a whole other ballgame. But the process of creating it was really fun. And like I said, I get to read for all the characters in the book. So sometimes Jay, our editor, runs my voice through a simulator to make me sound like a man for the male characters. (laughs) I've I've gotten to learn so many accents. Like, Zoe is Greek, so of course I had to master that accent. But I also had to learn how to do a German accent and an Australian accent, which are both considerably hard for me. (laughs) So... Yeah, I, I, guess, I, love the whole I think German would be easier than Australian. Australian's a bit That's of a stretch. That's what you would think. Like, from listening to Ray do German, <laughs> like, I thought it would be much easier, but for me, it's it's actually pretty hard. So, we shall see. I think that's really cool. Thank you. Congratulations. Actually, Mary always had a lot of faith in you. She requested when the... Uh, the character of Zoe became available. She requested that you play her. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. She yeah she has like so much faith in me. I don't. It's unbelievable. Thank you, Mary, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she actually did. She requested that, like I said, that you play that character. Aw, I'm so touched. It was your baby. <laughs> She is amazing. So now you're going on and you're playing all the characters. Uh huh, exactly. So if I can master that German accent, maybe I can play Eva in the next one. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, It just reminds me of, like, I've never actually, I'm not a big, uh, I have two audiobooks, but I really don't listen to audiobooks. I rather read. Yeah. Uh, and so I have nothing against it. I think it's great. Um... But I can't imagine Steve, I think it's, what's his name, the actor? Stephen Fry, I think his name is? 
Anyway, oh. he does all the Harry Potter characters. Oh my god, that's awesome. But it's like, I can't, because uh, he, he has that very British voice, who will know. And I, can't, I yeah. just can't imagine him doing it, but they, they showed a little segment of him doing some stuff from the first chapter of the last book, and I went, whoa, that's uh, impressive. I gotta listen to that, because I've been meaning to reread Harry Potter, but I, I just don't have the time. But, like, sometimes I read before I go to bed, and maybe it would be cool to listen to the audiobook. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's weird. I got, um, I, I, I was, I've never liked technology as a book. I like books. Mm-hmm. But, but I actually have gotten into, because I have to read so many ebooks for the show. Mm-hmm. I've actually gotten into both audiobooks and ebooks. Um, but I, I actually, um, I just got it as a gift. A new ebook called uh, "The Mysterious Death of Jane Austen." Ooh, it's re- interesting. It's really interesting, Ariel. You like it um, because it comes from the governess's um, her brother's uh, uh, children's governess point of view. Okay. So it's it's a different thing. Uh, it's it you, I can't really describe it, but definitely so far I'm hooked. I'm about I think about forty eight percent uh through according to Goodreads. Um, okay. <laughs> I tr- now and that's another thing. I track my reading through Goodreads, so I know how far I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I just I I I do I I started doing that for the um. They have a thing every year. How many books do you read? Oh, neat! So, like a- so I started doing it for that. And but actually, it's over because I've already made my quota. So anything I do is gravy. So like, do you set a goal for yourself at mm-hmm. the beginning of the year? Like, I want to read this many books, and then you track your progress, and then what? Well, I had a busy year. I was supposed to have, which I didn't. So I only put, last year I put 50 books, this year I put 30 books, because I didn't think I was going to have time. <laughs> but hey, you have all the time <laughs> in the world now. <laughs> I've already made the 30 books, and every I'm getting more books in. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> so everything I get is gravy now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, because um, you, any of your friends on Goodreads, who are, who are taking part in it, you can see how they're doing on the concept. Yeah, I think, I think I'm on Goodreads. I just don't use it. I should make use of that because I have reading goals, too. <laughs> it's it's really cool. I really recommend it because, actually, it's cool because you keep track of yourself. That's cool. And you also can see what your friends are doing. Well, I will friend you on Goodreads. I okay. think that should be a thing that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and then next year we'll both put in for the um, how many books you're going to read this year thing, and mm-hmm. well, we could have like a little contest to see. We can compete. We can read more books. <laughs> well, you remember, I don't actually count the books I read for the show. I only count yeah. my pleasure books. Oh, okay. Wow, so that's like a lot more reading than you would actually log. 
Because the year before I did, and I didn't think, actually, afterwards, I did like about 65, and I put down 50, and I thought, you know, it's not really fair, because this is like putting down what I'm doing for work as part of my pleasure reading. So this year I decided I'd only put things that I'm reading because I want to. <laughs> Great. Even though I enjoyed a lot of those books that I read for work. <laughs> so I guess it was pleasure, too. <laughs> right. And you're pumping them up on your show, so... Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting because... Um, and you can tell what books get you right away that you're like boom 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 and then what books you're kind of, it started slow like you may read the three pages and then four and then five and then all of a sudden you're at 30 and you're like oh I got hooked there okay <laughs> my, my quota here no I meant 30 pages oh, oh it actually tracks how many pages you're reading oh wow yeah, I. Books are cool that way. Yeah, it's really interesting. I and like I like I said, I'm not. I was. I, it only recently I've been doing this stuff, because I was. I I always wanted just to read my books. I didn't want to. Other than, sharing it with friends, maybe mentioning yeah. it on the show, I wasn't really much into the technology of it. Yeah, I wasn't too big into it either, but. Um when the Xena book came out on Kindle, I rushed to buy it because I couldn't wait to read it. And there, there's a lot of really cool titles on Kindle that I've been meaning to check out. I know. I know. My Kindle's getting full. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought at first, the first half of Kindle of my Kindle is just work stuff. And some of them are like aren't on Kindle, they're like, you you can share your book before it gets published and that kind of stuff, so that's in my email. Yeah. Uh, but but now my Kindle's full of pleasure books. It's got Miss Fisher and Agatha Christie and um, <laughs> and Jane Austen and <laughs> and the new um, Agatha Christie Perose and I just, <laughs> it's like... You just make an entire bookshelf with you to go. It's It's amazing. Yeah, but I still prefer a real book. I know. I, I feel the same. But it's it's bec um also like my Miss Fisher books, the Franny Fisher books, they're uh in Australia and they're published in Australia and because of the publishing and the cost of mail and all that, they're much more expensive. So when oh, they go on sale though, oh I uh -huh. buy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because every once in a while, one of the, um, like Barnes & Noble or Amazon, one of them go on sale, and I go, yes, I want that. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about the radio play and um, Mary's book that you're doing, all the characters. Um, yes. Now we're going to talk about your book. Oh, my books. Yes, I did just publish um, three uh, novels that I wrote in college um, with Ozip Publishing, which is so exciting. <laughs> and they were just released on Halloween. Um, yeah. So tell us about them. What's the name? What's it about? Tell us about it. <laughs> okay, so do you know what National Novel Writing Month is? Yes. NaNoWriMo. Yes. Well, 
it's November, actually. So today is the last day. So any person trying to finish their novel has to do it today. Uh, but so I wrote my first book in February 2010, which was Antwi No Rimo, which is for Antwi Twilight Novel Writing Month. So for those of you who don't know, Twilight is a hugely popular young adult paranormal romance series by Stephanie Meyer about a vampire and a werewolf both falling in love with a human girl, and she has to pick the one she loves more. And it's notoriously terrible. It's terribly written, the vampires sparkle, the human girl is supposed to be flawless and irresistible, but she's completely flat and emotionless. And let's not mention how the main romance is completely unhealthy and abusive. So anyway. Okay, I won't mention it. I promise. I will not say a word. Yes. So the point (laughs) of Antwi is to write a story that writes all the supposed wrongs of Twilight. And you have the entire month of February to do it. But unfortunately, February is the shortest month of the year. Yes. But 19-year-old me was like, challenge accepted. So I set out to write a romance between two women and their college students, and one of them is a ghost, and she was murdered. And the whole first book, the first book is called The Wraith. Um, It's her falling in love while she's simultaneously trying to figure out who murdered her. And a lot of it is pretty tongue-in-cheek, but it deals with the seriousness of trauma and surviving sexual abuse, you know, which are serious topics, but because the premise is so far-fetched, it's easy to detach, I think, from the seriousness of it. So, anyway, I outlined the whole story my freshman year at Sarah Lawrence. I outlined all three books and what I wanted to have happen in each of them, and I started writing February 1st of my freshman year, and I remember reading the first few chapters out loud to my roommates, and they were excited and receptive of the story and and curious about what would happen next that it got me to continue writing until the book was completely finished by the end of the month and then I wrote a new book in the series every single year that I was in college except I think junior year and so they're called The Race, The Huntress, and The Heiress and you can get all three books in a bundle for, I think, under $3 or something on Amazon Kindle. Cool. Um, or or you can wait until mid-December and purchase them in paperback. I think I write for the paperback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are, but, I mean, you can't beat $3. No, you can't beat $3. That's why I like it. If you, can't, you don't have to worry about delivery, and you don't have any, and you can't beat the prices for Kindle. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you can just have three books with you at all times. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I do too. I just, I, I'm starting to get my, um, I'm, I'm starting not to be anti-tech. Um, just a little bit, Ariel. Just a little. Not all the way. Just dipping her feet in. Yeah. Not, yes. <laughs> um, I want to say something about what you were talking about, about, um, about writing the books. Yeah. You were talking about how you wanted to see how the characters developed and stuff. I think one of the most important things for any author is that you're entertaining yourself. It has exactly. to be something you're excited about and you enjoy because mm-hmm. who else is going to enjoy it if you don't? Right, exactly. So, I mean, I, I saw, like, sort of the structure of the story in my mind and, like, realized that it would take, like, three books to have everything happen. So, I mean, they're short books. So I guess 
I mean, you could combine them into one big book, but it's more fun to have a series, I think. So, yeah, so, and it, it helped having them in February because, like, it, it made me sort of rush to finish them, and then, you know, it gave me all this time to edit. So. Well, I mean, that's good, though. That's very yeah, healthy. Yeah, exactly. And I did it for schoolwork. Like, my <laughs> professor let me do it for, like, my projects, like my personal projects. And they helped me edit it and everything. So it's really neat. That's really cool. I'm really excited yeah. for you. I think Thank that's, you. I, I, congratulations. You also um, will be having a play next year in Cherry's Playhouse, your first play that you wrote. That's right. And I don't know if I can say too much about it now. Not yet. I'm Just give a little <laughs> idea of what the the loop line is, you know, what the character... What is, uh, so, just not telling anything away, but what it's about. It's Romeo and Juliet reincarnated in the future. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Post-COVID, so, like, that's that's included in there. And, um, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about it right now. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny how COVID affects... Um, you know we did dimness this year my play mm-hmm. about COVID. Um, yeah. It was more about lockdown than than the COVID. It was more about the isolation and, and, and desperately. Humans need communication. Humans need to have somebody in their life. It's something yeah. that is, you, I, I think you're discovering more and more as this thing has been going on. Oh, yes, and to tell you the truth, doing that play, like, really helped me during that time, like, feel like I had connection and, like, art to make with other people. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was kind of a lifesaver. Yeah, I felt that way, too. I think, yeah, yeah I think Ray said the same thing, mm-hmm. and, and Janae, yeah, it was, it was something that just helped us through. Exactly. But, um... Yeah, that was a. Uh, I I. Had, it was like my poem that I wrote. Hear my voice was because I was. It was during. There's a period at the beginning of the year that I lost a lot of things, people, and animals. Um, yeah. So I get very depressed between January and March. Yeah, that's and, a hard time. And, and also. April, because my mom passed in April, so that's extended. So it's like a long period, big chunk. So I kind of focus myself on my writing during that time. Yeah, and, good. And so that's one of the reasons I wrote the poem, Hear My Voice. It was, it was. I kept saying that to people. Don't you hear me? Don't you hear what I'm saying? Can't you hear what I'm saying? Nobody seemed to be listening to me because I was so upset about everything, especially uh-huh. last year, and nobody was listening to me, and that wasn't even this year, it wasn't even Truth of Hell, um, that was last year, because, okay. and I just, I just, nobody was listening to me, and that's why, I, I, I got published, and blah, 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 which is really nice, and I'm really proud of it, but really, I just, I wanted someone to notice that I'm here. <laughs> I see you, Sherry, hi. Do you see me? Hi. Hi. It's so weird. Like we live in the same town, but we've never met in person. I know. And now it's going to be even harder. <laughs> I know we've we've been friends for what five years? No, like two. Was it two? 
feels like five, but yeah, it's, it's two. Oh my god, years. it feels like we've known each other forever. I know. Oh well. That's okay. Two years is good. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it, it, I, I mean, I have met Janae. Oh, have you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, oh I actually met her, uh, before I started doing the radio, uh, having her on the radio plays because she, uh, it was at a, a science fiction convention here in San Diego that I go to. She, she organized, uh, she manages it. Uh, And so that's how I met her. And we were talking about it one day. And I said, well, you know, I have people doing acting. It's all radio. It's all voice. Would you be interested? And she said, sure. So, yeah. I I, I actually know her. (laughs) So, like, you met her in person and then recruited her. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. I think I met you because of Mary. She was like, she told me that there were auditions for her radio play I had to submit a sample to you and that's how we met <laughs> yep yep um and I met you because she met you at the Xena retreat and yep. she said um the opening had come up for Zoe and she said when I saw her at the Xena retreat she reminded me of Zoe she was Aww. just she was just my Zoe and Aww. she wanted you I mean, there was no question. You were cast. You were the first person cast in that for that first episode that you played Zoe. <laughs> I'm so grateful. <laughs> That's just so sweet. Wow. Yeah. Well, sort of like me as Mabel. I didn't ask for it. Mary heard my <laughs> voice and she just said, "You're Mabel." I go, You're "I'm an eighty-year-old woman." <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> and she goes, "No, no, no." I she goes, "I just want your." Your your centerness and your your um your strength and all the good stuff and you're right. not uh, it's not that you're eighty. <laughs> right. You know, eighty year old women are women who just happen to be eighty. Like we're all <laughs> we've all had experiences in life. It's like a know. twenty year old, you know. I mean right. exactly, exactly. We're all we're all people. Yes. People who need people. <laughs> 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 oh god. Anyway. Um so okay. So the book on uh the recorded book, when is that going to be coming out? So that's due to come out early next year, hopefully January. We're going to try to get it before the end of January. And, and then and is that going to be going through Mary's Publishing, or is that going through some other... Yeah, How's that, that coming out? Ozip Publishing, but I think we're calling it Ozip Audio now because we're starting to do more audiobooks together. Cool. We make a cool team, so... That's cool. I'm excited to see where it goes. And then, um... And your book is already out uh, as, um... As an ebook, is it Kindle, you said? Yes, it's a, there's a bundle on Kindle, and I think that promotion's only going for the next month, and then we're going to slowly release them in paperback. Okay. So. Okay. And Joe Cronus is going to be coming out probably in a couple of weeks from this date that we're actually doing this tape, so it'll be soon. You you'll all hear it one way or another. 
Well, I mean, me too. It's my baby, Ariel. I wrote it. <laughs> we through, like, blood, sweat, and tears to make this one. <laughs> I mean, the first one was easy-peasy, really, even with all the drama of getting everybody on board and all that stuff. It it was easy-peasy. This one has been, and even though every all the actors really worked together and went really well together and there was no yeah. drama at all, all the drama was after. Right, it was post-production. Post-production. <laughs> That's where it all hit. It's really strange. Well, when it's finished, it's going to be so worth it. It's, it's it, so fun. Um, Everybody does an exquisite job. It's my vision. Um, it's, it's A lot of the characters from the first show, Krennis, the, the first show, Krennis, everybody was my vision, too. The voices were perfect. I was so proud of you. Oh. And the second Joe Cronus, same thing. I mean, it's the way I hear it in my head. My head is very busy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have radio plays and books and all and, and short stories and all this other stuff, and I'm like, shut up! <laughs> yeah, Sherry's head is chatting with her. <laughs> I don't need I don't need to talk to other people. My head talks to me. Um, the demons of being a writer. But any other writer will tell you that that happens, and I'm sure you go through it too. It just yeah. you you get it down on paper a lot of times, so we'll just shut up. <laughs> For real. But even then, sometimes it's like, oh, I forgot to write this. <laughs> oh yeah, it niggles. If it niggles, yeah. you have to you have to do it. Um, there was a short story that I wrote, and I wrote it because it just wouldn't leave me alone. I, I, it might get attacked by it mostly just before I go to bed or when I when I just wake up, and it just it is like. But this one was all the time. It was just in the back of my head, and I'm like, I'm concentrating here. Shut up. <laughs> Your muse was like, you need to write this right now yeah. <laughs> it's weird uh, yeah. and, and, and but once you do peace yep but it, 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 I, it, I worried when I first started writing that I was going out of my head um, until I shared it with my dad because he was a writer when he was young and he explained no that's part of being a writer I go oh Good. So I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Writers often think they've gone crazy. I swear. It's just it's creativity, and it's a wonderful thing to have. And it's good because it's like um, you hear the voice of your characters. If you don't actually hear the voice of the characters, it'll never ring really true when you're reading it back. You have mm -hmm. to hear that voice. Mm -hmm. I, I I think I've never heard a writer not say that. I don't know if you agree with me. No, I absolutely agree with you. I've I've never experienced writing where I didn't hear somebody's voice, which is so interesting. It's like you've never met this person, come completely from your head. So yeah. Um, well, we're coming to the end, so do you have a website? I do have a website. Um, it's arielstrauss.com. 
Um, I also have a Facebook page, and it's, it's Ariel Strauss Bruland because I took my wife's name, so okay. <laughs> I have a married name now. Um, and I update both of those pretty frequently. Okay. So. And your social media? Yes, my Facebook page, Ariel Strauss Bruland. Okay. I actually update that more often than the website, but you can go ahead and check out the website because it's got clips of Sherry's plays on there and okay. other stuff I've been doing. So, are you um, are you on Twitter or Instagram or any of those others? Uh, not for my professional work, unfortunately. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want to thank you for taking time out to come and chat with me. Thank you, Sherry, for having me. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.